Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on the football field. To start this off, I'm going to give you a bonus tip. It's a marketing tip from Element. Maybe it's a marketing tip. Maybe it's a customer service tip. I don't know what it is, but they were like, I don't know, a day late with a, a sample pack that we had ordered. We weren't even thinking about it. Not only did they send us an email and offer us $10 uh, back on anything that we off- we order in the future, they also sent it with a hilarious GIF or GIF, I don't know what it is, from Ace Ventura 1, when uh, good old Jim Carrey is dressed as a UPS driver, and he's standing in an elevator, and the door is smashing the package. I mean, that's brilliant. It's beautiful stuff. I laughed. I love that movie. Great stuff. Element, I tip my hat to you guys once again. Great products, great marketing, great customer service. I love it. Okay, let's get back to the regularly scheduled program. Tip number one, exercise tip of the week. Well, if you're doing close grip, grip bench press, how close is close? People put their hands too close together when they do their bench press, and it makes me cringe. Similar to Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura 2 when he walks into that room with all of the dead animals. So, how close is close enough? What is the right width? The best way to do it is to put your elbows against your torso and make sure that your hands are directly above your elbows. Okay, tip number two also has to do with bench press, something that I'm experimenting with. So I've been following the Underground Secrets to Faster Running Training Program with a podcast I, proc- I promise will be coming up soon. Again, it's Underground Se- Secrets to Faster Running. And what that has in, uh, entailed was three to four cents sets of bench press at extra high weight and then three to four sets of deadlifts at extra high weight. I'm saying like 90 to 95% of your max. Well, for bench press, the variation that I am doing in my garage, because I don't want to be found as a dead person with a barbell on his chest by my mother-in-law if she walks in, I'm doing it with a dumbbell. And also, if you've seen the dumbbells that I have, they are have adjustable weights on them, so I'm doing it with one arm so I can actually get the thing up without killing myself. Anyway, so my bench press has been with one arm. You could probably get where this is going if you are astute. So I've been doing two sets on my right arm and two sets on my left arm. Now, with this program, you have to wait a full five minutes between sets. So what I did was uh, also I've been feeling like sometimes my chest has felt like it's been in a car accident 50 times in a row. So what I've done is I've reduced my sets from four sets to three sets. So yes, there are some days I get two sets in on my right arm and one set in on my left arm. But then the next day, I'm going to get two sets in on my left arm and one set on my right arm. So say it's Monday, I'm going left set. I'm sorry, set with my left arm, then I set with my right arm, then I set with my left arm. Then on Wednesday, I'm doing a set with my right arm, then I set with my left arm, then I set with my right arm. So for the day, it's not balanced out, but over the course of a week or months, it'll be evened out. Okay, tip number three, something I'm listening to that moves me. This was the podcast with Tim Ferriss and Jerry Seinfeld. So... I have been a big fan of comedians for a hundred different reasons. I'm very big on presentations. I'm big on delivery. Little known fact uh, is that I like, maybe I'm not funny to you guys or this audience, but I definitely try to make the presentations I make for work to to be funny uh, based on a lot of things that I've seen stand-up comedians do. Anyway, back to Jerry Seinfeld. What was great is that you realize is that a lot of these comedians, if you study them, they're not just funny guys. Right? They don't just walk up on stage unprepared. It's legitimately an art form. They prepare. They get things done in a certain way. They, they write constantly. They practice their craft. They hone in on their skills. And uh, it was really great to hear the craftsman that Jerry Seinfeld is. Again, he's not just some insanely funny guy that walks on stage or writes a TV show and bang, it just happens. There is a process that he follows. So... Within this tip, which is something that's moving me, I'm also going to give a, a productivity tip that he had. So what he said was that he writes every single day. And his daughter, he said, is an incredible writer. And what he said to her was, look, you need to dedicate time every day to write. Like, basically schedule. It stinks. It's, it's a bad process, right? It's, it's horrible. You got it, but you got to do it. So he said, schedule the time. 
and then at the end of that time, give yourself a reward, whatever it is, piece of candy, TV, whatever it is. And don't make that time too long because you don't want to do it all day. I think that's a great productivity tip embedded within what Jerry Seinfeld was looking at. Another thing that he said that I thought was awesome was is that after you create something, don't tell anybody about it for 24 hours. Sit, let it absorb within your own mind. Be happy because you make this happiness in your own head that you created something and you feel great about it. But no matter what you put out there, someone is going to say that it stinks. So if you create something, wait 24 hours before you tell anybody else about what it was. Okay, tip number four, the quote that I'm thinking about. Uh, I read this. It's from Seneca the Younger. Throw me to the wolves and I will return leading the pack. I'll say it again. Throw me to the wolves and I will return leading the pack the pack. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. I love it. And going back to this last tip, I know we talked about productivity within the Jerry Seinfeld tip. Uh, biggest failures? I'm going to go back to good old Jerry Seinfeld. I didn't know this, but he actually bombed on his first set ever. He actually froze and couldn't speak, had to walk off stage. Also, he used to uh, work, a lot of these comedians, what they do is they'll go to comedy clubs and work out material. So they'll just show up. If you're, if you're lucky enough and you're in Manhattan, when these things are actually open after the pandemic, you might just happen to see like Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan or somebody. They'll go to something called the Comedy Club and they'll work out material before they actually go to a Netflix special or a big arena. Anyway, Jerry Seinfeld was trying to work at the Comedy Club and uh, I forget the lady's net name. It's Paulie Shore's mom. She's like really big in the comedy industry. She said to him essentially, uh, you're the type of person that needs to be walked all over and I'm going to walk all over you. And I, if, if there were only four spots open tonight to do comedy, I would hire four different people. If one guy wanted to do four bits ahead of you, I'd hire that guy four times before I got you in. And it really lit a fire under Jerry Seinfeld. He said that was the thing that made him the comedian he is today. So he's like, maybe I used to write three days a week. Now when I heard that, I went and wrote seven days a week. And I just... I hold my craft constantly thinking about her. So uh, think about that the next time you are rejected. Again, Jerry Seinfeld, one of the greatest comedians ever, told he was not good enough to work at the comedy store by Paulie Shore's mom. All right, people. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Microsky, your one-stop shop for IT and computer services. Now, I've been a customer of these guys for years, and here's why. They make things easy. My computer had died. They came, picked up my computer recovered all my data, and then set me up with a new computer in three days. Fully loaded, I just press the on button and I'm ready to go. Made my life super, super easy. Now, they don't only specialize in computer repair. They also specialize in cloud backup, data recovery, cybersecurity, and IT support plans. Do not be like me. Do not wait until your computer dies to get in touch with these guys. Visit microskyms.com slash contact. Microsky, that's skyms.com slash contact contact. If you want a free month of cloud backup, make sure you put AT2020 in the referred by field in the contact form. Again, that's AT2020. Do not wait like I did. Contact them today.